What's up, podcast listeners? Welcome back to the Big Dream Podcast. For those listening on Spotify and those watching it on YouTube at Taz Vlogs, welcome to the channel. And I'm your host, Tadashi Dennis, and I'm here with my boy, Cam. He'll Hello. like to introduce himself. All right, it's your boy, Look at Cam, as always, back with another podcast this week. <laughs> and, t- <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about a, uh, a topic that we can relate to, a topic that really hits home for us because we're teenagers, so one of us. Or young adults in the making, and just I'm this podcast is gonna. Too. You still teenage? Oh my bad, my bad, I forgot. Two teenagers, and I'm twenty year old. Okay, that better. All right, old man, you just want to flex if you're twenty <laughs> years old, whatever, bro. But yeah, we're gonna be talking about a topic that we can relate to, or people our age can relate to, and how things of that nature, especially college students, can relate to. So today we're gonna start with peer pressure. So yeah. Don't make, I'm cutting that part out. Cut this. <laughs> Just like flight play. And it's still going to be in the podcast, cut. The first topic is, my bad. The first topic is peer pressure. But let me find my notes before we get to that. Uh, because I wanted to read the description of it first. It's so weird. But anyway, what do y'all think? What What is peer pressure to y'all? This is what I mean by I got to include everybody. So, Jeff, you want to go first, Mr. Cameraman? I'll let Cam go first. <laughs> he just No, he just called you out. Go no, ahead. I got to put my thoughts together. No, you don't. Okay. You, you never have to speak. Give up. Just give that us this one. That's crazy. You didn't speak last time, so you got to go this time. It's, it's a new week. It's a pre- peer pressure. Hmm. What is it to you? Hold on. <laughs> For me, it's more of. Trying to make somebody do something they, you know, damn well they don't want to. Like trying to make include them, like on something they they just don't feel comfortable doing. And even though you know that, you still try to like make them do it. I like that. I like that. I mean, yeah. If you look at peer pressure online, that's probably the definition that you'll see. But I mean, peer pressure can come in many ways. It's not even always a bad thing. But you know what I'm saying? Peer pressure can be. It can be a good thing. But people. Don't really want to do it either way, so at the end of the day, it's still considered peer pressure yeah. if you're making them do it, though. What was uh, yesterday at the gym with Matthew? Since I went up on weight, he had to go up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's, like that's the, another that's form like of peer pressure. pressure. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what I mean by good peer pressure right there. So, if you got if you got a definition, you can add to it. I'm not going to lie, Jeff, hit it right on the nail. What peer pressure is, is the pressure pushed on by one's peers, whether it be good or negative, and hit on the nail. But like he said, that leads right into the topic of positive versus negative peer pressure. So we're going to get on to the topic of, would you say, what is something that peer – my bad. What is a peer pressure that you think you feel that isn't necessarily pushed on by your peers, but you feel like you need to do because your peers are doing it if you have one? We'll let Cam go first this time. Yeah. Cause, yeah. I, I was there. I'll go first. Um, For me, I don't really, I don't really think I have one, to be honest. I mean – Throughout my life, I always made sure I didn't fall into peer pressure, no matter what it was at the end of the day, because my That's parents right was always like, make sure you have your own thought process anyway. So for me, I don't think I really have a form of peer pressure that got put onto me. But I mean, there's some other things like good <coughs> ones would be like, oh, come try this new club with me. Like that's like, you know what I'm saying? Getting out, getting out of your comfort zone, basically. So that would be the only version of peer pressure for me, basically. For me, I don't have a negative one, because like Cam said, my parents always said, be your own man, never like try to follow other people. But one good one I have that if my friends wouldn't be doing it, 
wouldn't be doing it <laughs> is going to the gym, basically. That, that's I like that one. Yeah. So positives only. Yeah. I like that. Our friend group is solid, you feel me? Uh, For me, sort of like what they said, same thing. Raised to be on your own thoughts or anything. But I would say a positive is just seeing, like, having my friends to do things with me like this, doing a little podcast, pushing me to, you know what I'm saying, push out videos, do more videos, you feel me? So we all got a little positive in us, even though we always, you know, like to bash each other and constantly bully, but that is what it is. Us bashing is us pushing us to even get to that point of getting out of our comfort zone anyway. I think ba- our bashing is like a shameful bash. Like, you know how, like, people be like, shame is bad? Yeah. I feel like sometimes shame can be good. Because sort of like what Jad was saying was like, the, he has like, sort of like he feels like y'all are pushing him to go to the gym and he really wouldn't do it if it wasn't, like, if y'all weren't there. Yeah. I feel like that shame pushes him, to, you know what I'm saying? It's more yeah, motivation it's to like, go. When I don't want to do it, Cam's like, Cam's always like, oh, you slagging. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. holding each other and accountable. And you feel like they're calling, he, like. He annoys me. Yeah. But deep down, I was like, damn, I am. Yeah, so I exactly. Just so. Get my water and go with him. I was like, <laughs> yep, got to do it. That's where that good peer pressure comes in. That's what everybody needs in their life, to be honest, because everybody's so scared of peer pressure. I feel like we everybody needs somebody that brings good peer pressure into their life, basically. It's basically because when you bring peer pressure, like, you bring it out, it's first thought is negative one. Yeah. yeah. So like alcohol, drugs, yeah. anything. I mean, we were taught that for so long. That's all school taught us really was yeah. don't fall into peer pressure because everybody thinks it's just such a bad, negative thing every single time. So, But, yeah, I think back, sort of backtracking on what I said with the shame thing, I feel like at times we need to, like, shame, bash each other, bully, do whatever we have to do because at times those little hurtful words at the moment might be hurtful, but it's always going to end up bettering somebody to an extent. Because, like, say, like, right now I know, like, um, what, cardiovascular, like, heart disease is, like, what, number one in killing it, teens and people our age now. And it's, like, we're trying to, I would say, sort of, like, I'm sort of referring back to you. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all pushing him to go to the gym, you're saving possibly him from heart disease or anything like that in life. Yeah. And he might see it as, like, dang, they being annoying. Stop, like, telling me to go to the gym or this. But, like he said, he's going. And it's, like, just little things like that can push you to have that positive peer pressure that you need to give to like keep pushing on in life i mean even things with that because you know the gym is an escape for a lot of people anyways though because a lot of people are always going through a lot of things so i feel like you know what i'm saying not saying that you do go through things that will put you in a bad mentality but if we didn't you know what i'm saying the gym can get you out of that and if you don't go to the gym and you use that escape yo they could be pretty cattywampus if you don't pay attention for what's (laughs) going on and stuff so hey at the end of the day our peer pressure is really just helping (laughs) you <laughs> y'all, y'all can understand what he, what these random words are later. But would you like to say what Caddy Wampus means? Please, okay. please explain what it is. <laughs> I got the context, but I don't know the words. So I'm gonna tell you. Cattywampus basically means having a bad day, basically. So okay. if somebody's having a cattywampus day or their day went very cattywampus, it means that you had a bad day. So I like that. Thank you. You're welcome, Matthew, for putting that, d- that <laughs> dumbass word in here, bro. Bro, we now got to cut that cuss word out. <laughs> oh, my God. There's no way he slid that in. Wait, pause. There's no oh. way he got that word. Was it low-key slick, though? I ain't gonna it, lie. Like, it, it, was it, it was smooth, but it was just funny because we, we both at, knew what you were talking at about. At first, I didn't peek it into Tanaji. <laughs> I was like, oh, he said that. Oh, he 
said it. <laughs> like the context is everything was so smooth, bro. Oh, I hate Matthew for that. That was that was that was that was good. Matthew knew what he was doing. Hey, okay. All right, bro. Next stop, I, bro. I can't even do this topic anymore, bro. It's it's, it's still peer pressure. We haven't gotten to the other one, but um, like I said, we were talking about the positives and everything about peer pressure and everything. We're gonna lead to the negatives, or if you've ever been peer pressured, you think you've ever been peer pressured or anything like that? I don't know if y'all want me to go first this time, but it don't matter. I could run it. I mean, right. for me, it's not it's not even a bad peer pressure to be honest. But in high school, the only like type of peer pressure that would be any type of negative would be like being peer pressured to go to like a party or somewhere that you really don't want to go to or you know that you shouldn't be going to. And that's the only peer pressure because for my high school is that we had parties like every single week and stuff like that. So that's the peer pressure that maybe I have fell in before was like, oh, you don't want to go out to this party, you lame, this, that, and the other. So then I'm, you know what I'm saying, then I feel like I have to go to the party and stuff. That's the only type that I've faced for real when it comes to negatives. I'm going to piggyback off what you said with like the partying thing because – same for mine, especially, you know, being in Texas, big school and everything like that. I always was, like, one of those people, like I told you, I'm still not a big party to this day. And it's, like, everybody will always be like, oh, you got to go to this, you got to miss this. You know, just, like, phobia, fear of missing out, all that, y'all, y'all, and everything like that. And it was just, like, it was never my thing to go. But having every friend talk about it was sort of, like, a little pressure for me to be like, dang, if I don't go, it's, like, I'm missing everything that they did or something like that. So I would say sort of like what you said, it's like that's a negative peer pressure. Yeah. I wouldn't say anything goes really negatively affect me. What about for, you? Well, for me, it's I can remember a negative one is back in uh, PR, my friends would be like, oh, we should, uh, we should skip school and go uh, smoke or something. And like for me, smoking is not my like forte. Uh, like, no. I don't care if you do it or not. It's just not my thing. Yeah. But that would be, like, one negative uh, peer pressure, like, that I felt. Like, I didn't go, but, like, something I felt like they did constantly be like, oh, let's go, let's go. And even though I didn't do it, it, it was still there. But it sort of, like, made you feel left out and everything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Because since everyone was doing it, I was like, I know it's It was wrong. like, what can I do? Yeah, like, I know I'm in the right. Like, I'm not doing it, but still it's like, it's like that's your friends, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you don't want to, you don't want to miss out on what your friends yeah. are doing all the time. Like in a friend group, like because I mean, everybody has a friend group, and everybody there's always gonna be one rotten egg in the friend group yeah. that's trying to get somebody else to do yeah. it though. So that's why I'm like, you don't want to really, wa- you don't want to miss out. And you always want to be with what your friends are doing and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm tough. I'm so tough. Two for two. He already did two of them. Yeah. Oh my peeking. goodness. It okay. just, it uh, was, it was smooth. If, if I was thinking of like how you were going to do it, I was like, damn. <laughs> Tell him we need to do this every time. That's lucky. He's funny. Yeah. But, uh, since we're on, like, <laughs> what you do? I was Oh, but yeah, sort of like with the peer pressure things, we're still on the same topic. Uh, with peer pressure, I would say, I'm trying to figure out this transition it is. Has peer pressure ever led you to do something? Well, I, I know we said what it has, but we're going to get a little bit deeper. To do something you would say is sexually active or something like that, or has it made you feel like, oh, they're doing this, so I got to do it? Sort of like, because we know this generation right now is like, the little pressures right now is like, you know, V-cards, losing it. And it's like, every year it seems like it's, you're required to lose it younger mm-hmm. and I mean, younger. And it's just, 
in my opinion, it's getting weirder to lose it younger compared to like when I, or what I would say is like the norm to lose it. I'll gladly take this one because if you don't wait till marriage. When I tell you, like my high school was, it was that was the whole. My high school was literally a mini college when it came to parties and stuff like that. Like you'll walk into a party, you'll see freshmen and stuff like that making out on the couches and stuff like that, or you know what I'm saying, doing little sexual activities stuff like that. So I feel like with my high school, and depending on the school that you went to, is like your peer pressure because you see so many other people doing it around you when you go to parties and stuff like that. At the end of the day, you're like you don't want to be bland and like just not do anything, so you end up falling to do whatever you, what everybody else is doing for real. So you see somebody next to you doing this, you like oh, I might as well go find somebody and do the same thing because that's what that's all they around and stuff like that. So so at least a little desperation and things like that. Yeah. But I know like now, like before, I would always bully somebody for like being like oh you ain't had your first kiss, oh you ain't dated somebody before, just little things like that. But now what I'm looking at it as I've, like, matured, and, like, I've, we've had these conversations many a times, and it's, like, oh. Keep going. What you? No, I was just shaking Keep my going. head, like, wow, bashing people is crazy. Yeah. Uh-oh. My fault. But, yeah, I used to always bash people, bully people, anything like that. And to, th- to this day, people know it. You're not using that word in here. I did it already. Yeah, he did. I already did my third word. He already did three. Three for three? I'm three for three. I didn't peek it. <laughs> the third word was bland. Yeah. Oh, I thought the last one was egg. When when did you use egg? Rotten egg. Early. Oh my Bruh. goodness. Hey. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go off topic a little bit. Cam's in his bag right now. Matthew sent him three words. Show him the words real quick. I'm gonna Here, put let me it right pull it up real quick, bro. He sent him three words to use in the podcast today. He's already go three ahead, for three, him, bro. Which is crazy. How many minutes in are we? Uh, thirteen. Thirteen minutes well, in. Fourteen now. Can you see? It? Is it clear? Press the, uh, yeah. It probably won't be, to be honest. Yeah, well, just screenshot just, just that say, and send it to yeah, me, and I'll pop I it up. But his words were egg, cattywampus, and bland. And so far, he's already used them. So round, I'll give him a little round of applause to that. You feel me? Next time, tell him to send me more. Three yeah, I need like three 10, three apparently, bro, because yeah, three was slight, bro. That was, yeah, respect. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, but let's go back though. <laughs> well, back on the topic <laughs> of peer pressure and how it can lead to, like, sexual activities or just anything like that. But like I said, I, I used to badge bully people, anything, being like, you didn't have your first kiss, things like that. But it was like, now looking back at it, it's like, I wish I wouldn't have done it. Because it's some, time, some friends I've had who I have, some friends that I know from back then who would never look at a female or, like, sexualize them back then before I used to do it. And I was like, that's sort of all they do. Anytime they, like, with a female, the first thing they instantly think about is, like, sexual activities and things like that. And I don't know if it was because of me, but I sort of like put myself and say I did that to an extent, but in actuality it's like maybe it's just them not being mature, maybe they just, you know what I'm saying, like trying to get out there. But I feel like our generation is like to a degree, like the younger it keeps getting, we really can't stop it though. Like it's like with with social media influence and what they hear from their friends and stuff, it's something that's just gonna keep getting, keep happening stuff like this because I have a friend and she babysits this girl, the girl's 13 years old, she had two pregnancy scares at 13 years old already. Like, there's literally, like, sexual activity and stuff like that is just getting That's like right when, they, uh, when their eggs develop too, ain't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so she had two pregnancy scares at 13 years old because she heard her other friends are sexually active and stuff like that. I don't even know what grade you're in at 13 years old, but what? anyway. Is it seven? 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 Six? Yeah, seven? Six or seven yeah. grade, one, something like that. Yeah, but yeah. Sure. 
15, 14, 15, yeah. Yeah, so that's like seventh grade right there. And like we've gone to a degree, yeah, middle school. It's only getting younger and younger. And they, they hear what's going on in social media and stuff, and they want to go try it and stuff. So peer pressure is having, and it's not even peer pressure, it's everything as a whole, just society. just Generational pressure. Yeah, point. generational pressure, making it seem normal for it to be happening while they're younger and stuff like that. Because, I mean, did you have anybody back in, like, I mean, yeah, I got a couple friends. I got one that in well, freshman year, he told me he already had uh, one pregnancy scare with his girl. Yeah. And, like, if you think about it, it's crazy how it's come to it. Because for me, it's always been, like, always had the mindset is if it happens, it's going to happen at the right time. Right. So, like, don't force it because other people are doing it. Yeah. So that's, t- like, my mentality. So, like. If we're being honest, I didn't even know what it was till like, 15, 14. Yeah. I to mean, be honest. bro, she told me about the pregnancy scare. I said, bro, at that age, I I still own Hot Wheels cars, and I was yeah. watching WWE wrestling and stuff, I was probably still bro. saying Bakugan and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, uh, bro, was, let it rip I, and everything. Yeah, I was yeah. introducing, like, fucking uh, Beyblades and everything. Beyblades, that's, yeah, what, that's it what it was. Yeah, that's what it was, bro. Beyblades, that's what I'm like, bro. Dragons, yeah, that's what it was. But yeah, like I ain't know nothing about this when I was 13, 14 years old, yeah. bro. I was still, well, I, I can't was, say fourteen, but I was still doing the car meets with the hog wheels and everything. I'm <laughs> telling you, bro, bro, I was still doing wrestling moves on my on my toy things <laughs> on my bed, bro, replicating stuff that I saw John Cena doing stuff like that, bro. See, but I sort of think I would say, like you said, the social media is probably the biggest thing. It's like, oh, definitely. What we age didn't do have we get that our much phones back. now? Yeah, because I, you know, bro. I know everybody who's hearing this gonna know what I'm talking about. You had the little side, the phone sit like this, right? You turn it, you flip it. That's how you text. Yep. The BlackBerry. The BlackBerry. Oh I always said the BlackBerry. That's what I had. Hey, bro, you can't watch what you can watch on your for iPhone me, back then. On that, on that. For me, at one point, I had the flip phone, so I had to press the same key to. Yep. To get to that number, so to get to that letter that you want. I'm telling, bro. These kids, these days, bro, they got iPads at eight years old and stuff like that. Bro, I didn't have none of that back then, bro. What like, you could do with back then was watch YouTube, and that was pushing it. Literally, you had the little MP3 player. That's what I was saying. I didn't even real. know if my had YouTube back when I was in the hood, bro. I didn't have none of that, bro. Man, yeah, I know y'all didn't go to church on Sunday with me. You know, you should, but anyway. I was back home, my fault. Yeah, you get an excuse, but he don't. I was slumped. Like you said, like the eight-year-olds having iPads and stuff like that. It was a little girl in church with a big iPad. She was just scrolling, watching YouTube. Then she went to TikTok, and then I think she went to Instagram. I'm like, hold up, bro! Like it's so already accessible for these kids, bro. First phone was in like, uh, I say sixth, seventh grade, and it's because I got the money for like Christmas, birthday, everything. I bought a little Samsung. It was like freaking three inches, like. Man, I didn't Actually, even have a smartphone like this till I was like what, fifteen, ninth grade, I think. I had I had mine back in I want to say six seven six seven grade, but mine had restrictions on it that my mama put on there. She was like, "Yeah, you ain't gonna find out about none of that, none of this, bro." She had a little passcode that I couldn't do nothing on there, bro. Well, mine, I had uh, I bought a little plan that was like twenty dollars, and after that, I can yes, I didn't buy bro. another plan again. Yes, I had to think where I had to go to Walmart and buy my minutes on mine, bro. That's, that's, that's what, what it was. was. Yeah, that's exactly bro, what I was I thinking of, bro. Real phone when I got to. High school freshman year, yeah. uh, actually, my mom took me to T-Mobile, and we the whole family got we got three phones, Word. three iPhones. Yeah, see, I'm like, bro, they just have it so different from us, which is why I, I mean, 
if we li- if we when we get older and talk to these kids that are you know what I'm saying our age now they gonna be like oh so y'all were just some late bloomers and stuff like that yeah we weren't late bloomers we just didn't have access to all this internet so that's what I'm saying yeah we lived a normal yeah. life y'all out here texting each other we were still having to call each other to go see each other or just go outside or and knock on their door outside, for knock on the door mom like yeah, go down like, the street go inside like, when the street lights come on. Exactly. It wasn't no. It wasn't ten years old, and I'm sending somebody TikToks at four a.m. at ten years old and stuff like that, bro. As soon as you get home from school, grab your bike and go, go ride ride out every single time, bro. Exercise and having fun. Like yeah, nah, they 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 just have it all in the palm of their hand, and then we we kind of got off track. We're gonna go back, get back on track. Sort of with the sexual thing, but they just Twitter especially like they're normalizing anything sexual. And it's getting annoying to th- at this point. Yeah. Like, at this point, even TikTok, I'll be honest with you. Hey, yeah. Have you seen the new trend, bro? The one with the song and, like, the closet thing? Yes, bro. When yeah. they, they oh, flash the camera, yeah, when they in the back and then they walk, bro. Everything, like, bro. Where's the guidelines? Like, what? There, there is where's no the guidelines, talent? Bro. Like. That's, you know what I'm saying? Where's got, the talent? Because yeah, they be having, like, hella views, too. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, twerking and all that. That used to, like, that was, like, the only thing we really knew for real. Yeah. You remember Twerk Team, bro? Twerk Team? Have you ever seen Twerk Team like, on YouTube? YouTube? When you, yeah. yeah, that's that's all I knew back then, bro. Because <laughs> I was like, I've heard that If we on the topic of, like, sexual stuff, Twerk Team was the only thing that I knew when I was a kid, bro. That like, was it the was... only time I ever thought of, like, even watching anything sexual. I never thought of being like, oh, let me go to Twitter real quick. And see, like this girl showing her boobs or something. Like, bro, it was it was none of that. It was twerk team, and even then, they were still fully clothed, bro. So I'm like, bro, I still wasn't even like when it came to sexual stuff. I ain't know nothing about it, bro. It was more just looking at attractiveness at that point, for real, for real. <laughs> it really was. And I was like, what can I go? You it's know what I'm saying? Go get, go get off to. See, like when movies they made out or something. That was the only thing you could see. And then you be in there like, ew. <laughs> Nah, because we all went to a movie and our parents had to cover our eyes because they didn't want to like, see. Yeah, you can't to see. watch this part. Exactly. Or when they didn't cover your eyes, you felt so awkward. You're like, what? You would sit there and be like, why am I oh, watching this? When I'm, I'm not used to seeing stuff like this. What do I do right here, cuz? Don't even look at the TV. Just look at something else. <laughs> <laughs> look up at the sky real quick, even though you're inside, just looking at absolutely nothing, cuz. But we're going, we're running it all the way back. Like, like you said with the social media and everything, I did a little research and uh. With having a set at a younger age than uh, before, like we said, like they they might end up calling us late boomers. But studies show, according to Actra Youth, that Actra Youth we are having less sets from the ages of fifteen to twenty than ever before, like compared to a decade ago. So I don't know if we're just showing it more, but from ages fifteen to twenty. I'm going to read it one more time. Act for youth. They did a study on a million teens. Either they lied or, you know, from 15 to 20, we are having less sets compared to, yeah, the, they lied. to the other decade. But I'm going to see if y'all can, like, if we can all figure it out as a group as to why. Because I have the answer okay. as to why. Hold on. But See, you said they lied. I'm going to say this. So we already talked about how much social media puts sexual activity on, like, a huge platform. Everybody's paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to their own sexual life, they don't want to speak about it at that all, is, though. That is true. That is true. So they may see it, and they may be drawn to want to do it. But once it comes to, oh, have you done this? They're like, oh, no, I've never done that. Why would you, you know what I'm saying? Why would you put that on me and stuff like that? So I could see the point of you where uh, maybe there's 
some people say, oh, I've done it, because they see it's like people, other people bragging about it, and maybe they haven't. That's factual. Like, the percentage I, was still high for it, though, too. Like, the percent that has said now compared to then, it's still super high. Before, it was like 70-something, 70, 70 and this one's at 64, so it's still not low. So yeah, it's, it's still, like, low. majority of America, yeah. Yeah. It's not going to drop below, like, 50% yeah, to me, if we're being completely honest. Oh, it, it never will. Yeah. But it's, like, those ages is, like, low-key kind of valid. 15 to 20 is, like, because especially when you're, like, 17 and up, it's, like, that's when you get a little more freedom from your parents yeah. and, you know, certain things especially like that. Especially you're in college. Yeah. Yeah. Especially once college. You get to, once you hit the college thing, it's free roam after that. Yeah, so, yeah, it's done for. Yeah. It's, it's a rare occurrence that doesn't happen in between these four college years that's going on and stuff like so that. So do y'all think y'all can figure out the answer as to why these studies may be a little bit lower than a decade before? Or y'all in the same boat as me? It's like, I just thought they lied when I read it. I feel like I'm with Cam. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're just ashamed of saying Just scared it. to say it? That's, yeah, that's where my yeah. mind is at with it. Okay, but the study said, without me having to even pick up my phone, most people can just get their deed done by themselves. That's what it said. So most people said they haven't partaked in sex, but they have partaked in sexual activities, whether that be, you know, masturbation, things like that, or like going on their phone to watch it. Okay. So that sort of leads to sort of what you said with like the social media and being pushed out. So according to that study. I see it to a degree, but it's like, I, I understand it. I can't even be mad at that the answer. The study's valid. They, they invented the question. Yeah, but for they, me, they it's like, yeah, they definitely, they played their cards yeah. right with that answer right there. So I can't even be mad at that. <laughs> I, I have no rebuttal against that answer, to be honest. And that also led to the part where after they admitted to masturbating, the whole percentage was a lie when they first asked them compared to after. <laughs> so the percentage so is the, actually higher now. I was going to say, so what was the actual percentage? I flipped the one I told it to him. It was 60 back then and 70 now. Wow. I don't know the exact percentage, so I'm not going to say it. Okay. But it was, when, back when then it was like 60-something. I like, knew something ain't sounded right. It said a decade ago. So, oh, okay, so like 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. I knew, I, I'm like, bro, something just doesn't, that doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, something yeah. not quite. We got a lot of younger parents or teenage parents these days and stuff. So, something wasn't really adding so up. I was, what, 2012? Yeah. 2012. Yeah, 2012, 2013. It's still pretty recent. It yeah. is. It's still, it's, de- it's definitely pretty recent but that makes more sense though. i just thought that number was super high like 70 ish like percent is that's yeah. up there yeah i mean like we already said bro with social media everybody wants to go try out new things once they see it on social media and stuff like that so everybody's like bro i see it. hey it seemed fun i might as well go try to do the same thing and just yeah bro all i know is when i was just sitting there reading it i was just like dang because it was a little short it wasn't, like, super long. Like, if y'all want to look it up, it's Act for Youth and it's Teen Sets or something like that. I don't know the official dot or website, whatever. Yeah, but you can type sure it in, it'll pop up. Pretty sure it's not the only one done, too. Oh, it's definitely oh, not. It's definitely not. But yeah. it basically, the study was used to not, like, necessarily learn what teens are doing or why they're doing it, but as to why they can't admit to being honest. Yeah. And it was leading the, uh, because this was one that I actually, like, sat there and read for a little bit. It led to, like, uh, the increase of, like, STDs and things like that. That's where they were trying to get with it. So they were like, all right, we're going to ask them a question, see if they tell the truth. If they tell the truth, okay, we can just skip the all the BS and go straight to the other part. But if they t- if they lie, 
we're gonna ask them other questions that's gonna lead to them trying to admit to the truth. Right. So that's what they did. I would like to see one from like thirty years and then now. I yeah. would actually wanna see that. Like the difference in percent percentage on that one. This study was actually done in October twenty twenty two too. So it's really recent. Yeah, it's really recent. So yeah, if we wanted to do research you have to do one later. But like I said with the sexual thing, that leads to like he was saying, the young parents versus old parents. And I have a, I, like I said, I, I got a little question, a little intro question for y'all. Would y'all rather be older parents or younger parents? Younger. I'll, I'll go How ahead and put young? that out there. Like Actually, when you okay. Say, when you define it young, like. When I, okay, well, everything I'm doing is like based off the like articles I read. So okay. they consider younger parents from, I think it was, I, ain't, I don't have it on here. I think it was like 22 to 27. And yeah, then older. And yeah. then older was like 28. And basically, oh, okay. I'll, I'll gladly take younger on yeah, that approach. I'm gonna be honest. There's a few. There's a few reasons why I would take younger approach. If we want to keep on the topic topic of sexual activity, let's not forget the fact that when you're a younger parent, your child is more, you know, susceptible to actually telling them what or telling your parents what they're actually doing and stuff like that instead of keeping secrets from you. When you're an older parent, it's often seen as more strict of a parent because you're yeah. older. And they're like, oh, well, they're this old. I don't want to tell them, so let me just hide what I'm doing and stuff like that. So for me, I'd rather be a younger parent. We, I'm able to bond with my children a lot more. We can actually go out and do things, have conversations and stuff like that. So yeah, And you still I, haven't hit your prime if you ain't like 35-ish, something like that, too, as a man. Yep. I feel like, yeah, Cam has a, like, hit the point. But, too, like, you can relate to them to, like, a certain point. Like, with older parents, they, like, lose their like point of view how they see how they were when they were younger yeah so like with younger parents i see more like they can relate with their kids but while like i said every every topic that we have is it's something else behind it so with younger parents since we're on the topic of younger parents younger parents are more likely to last together and have a happy healthier relationship with their significant other but they're more prone to being mistreated in a relationship or abuse or deal with abuse per se. And this was according to childwelfare.gov. It said younger parents are more likely to deal with abuse and mistreatment than older parents from their significant other, but younger parents are more likely to stay together compared to older parents and people who get married later in life. And also your child is more likely to be healthier when you're a younger parent because you have you know less other things going on in life. Right. I don't know the science behind it, but you understand younger, healthier. Mm, yeah, I'll take this because I'm trying to I'm trying to piece feel, together everything. I, yeah, I, I threw the, a lot of information. The out. part where it says that uh, the abuse part and they last longer is because with younger parents, most of the times the mother is a stay stay at home mother, and most of the times they don't have they don't know to work like. They don't have like that. They don't pursue their ed- education or like they don't know how to work or something. So they feel like they're trapped and they gotta stay with their significant other. And I feel like it kind of falls in that with younger parents in comparison with old parents that most of the time they finish school, they start working. More like, like stable yeah, household. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it could be because of that. That's why they stay with each other, but there's a lot of abuse. And I feel like the abuse, yeah, to go along with, like, you know what I'm saying, being a stay-at-home mother, like you talked about stuff, is that the fact of when 
Because since she's a stay-at-home mother, that gives the man in the relationship yeah. like he has more right to the relationship. Like and the then, like yeah, he's more the dominant person because he's actually doing something the woman is staying home. So he's like, oh, you don't want to listen to me or you don't want to do what I said to you and stuff like that. And then that's where that, you know what I'm saying, that portion of the relationship comes Especially into play. Especially with yeah. a woman, since she's not making any of the money. If you leave, you got to have a certain amount of money to start over. Yeah. Right. With that, the man is making all the money. You don't have, like, a way out, basically. Yeah, and I know a lot of, like, women, for instance, that have been in my life who've had that, uh, what's the word, what's the word, have experienced that, or, like, lived through that. Yeah. And they talk about it so much, and it's like, growing up, it's like, I want, like, you know, the man obviously wants to be, like, the dominant one in the household, but it's like, at the same time, I don't want my wife to just sit in a situation where she can't do what she needs to do for her, you feel me? feel like she's trapped with you. Yeah. She cannot, like, she don't have a choice, basically. See, yeah. but I think that's where the older generation relationships, can, in my opinion, can sometimes be better, though, is that, you know what I'm saying, it, there's no dominant person in a relationship. You all get to feel equal as a parent, though, and then you all can actually, like, bond together more, and then, you know what I'm saying, everything is, there's no one person's above the other. You all both feel equal in a relationship, and then stuff like that, but... I still see why younger parents can stay together longer, though, because they're younger, they're still in their youth, though, so they get to make more bonding experiences yeah. and go on trips and stuff like that more. I think it also, well, actually, I'm not going to say that, because the, the, um, the other thing I read I, co- I completely thought was BS, but it was basically going against the part where it was like younger people are more likely to have less bondage, sort of. Like, the way it was explained, it was just off. Maybe I just read it off. But in my opinion, I feel like younger you build more bond. Sort of like what you're saying, like you can do more. And it's like being younger is like, oh, we're both young. So if you make a mistake, it's like you learn from it. Right. Whereas when you're older and you're like in a committed relationship or trying to stay in a committed one, it's like, oh, you should know this. Why'd you do that? Why'd you do this without the communication? You feel yeah. me? When you're pushing 40, 50, you know what I'm saying, years like that, and then you all make a big mistake, it's like, you done had so many years under your belt, and we done done this for so long. You done done this for so long. Why did you really make that mistake? Like, were you already done with the relationship anyways? And then that's where they don't really get that time to, like, you know what I'm saying, repair the relationship because they're so later on in their life, though. When you're younger, you make a mistake. It's like, okay, you know what? I understand. We're still young. Let's work on this, and let's actually build each other back up again and stuff like that. So that's I see why I feel like younger relationships will probably stay together more. But that this, the study kind of blew me where it was like older people are more likely to end up getting together than divorcing. And it's like after a certain age, I feel like if I'm in a divorce, I'm just going to stay single instead of trying to like marry, divorce, marry, divorce. Because apparently, let me go and get back to the notes. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait. Y'all should be happy that he actually did some notes for this podcast, bro. There's no free balling this time. He actually put notes and research. research for you yeah. all. Be thankful. Trying to get a little bit better, you feel me? But, uh, yeah. Older parents are more likely... Uh, that's about the kids. We'll get to that one later. <laughs> older parents... Bro, where did he go? Oh, here it is. Older parents or older adults are more are 60% more likely to end up in a divorce compared to younger parents, per se. This one was a little bit younger when it said, like, older compared to younger. So the younger parents are from ages 19 to 24. And then older is 25 and basically up. But basically saying, like, the younger you get married, the more li- the least likely you're going to divorce, right? But it said 
People from the age of 25 to 39 are more likely to end up in a divorce later in life, and the percentage was 60%. So I thought that was super hot. And then after they get into one divorce, they later either get into another relationship and it's failed, or they get into a committed one where somebody dominates them. And then the very last one was they constantly get divorced. So I thought that was very crazy topic, but we can't speak on that because we have no experience. So Actually. we're gonna skip that one. But with the older parents, because we say younger parents, you're more likely to be healthier, blah blah blah. But old, older parents are more likely to lead their kids into a healthier lifestyle compared to younger parents. And this was done in a study by also ChildWelfare.gov, and it was older parents are better to better able to suit their kids to be able to deal with stress. And fewer emotional and social problems compared to younger parents. Okay, I can see uh, it. I can see it. Yeah, one thing that might actually just throw off everything that we just said, though, are your parents still together? No, my parents aren't either. Our parents are considered younger parents. Your your parents are yeah. older. They're still together. So I don't see, but it's like you know, we it's a, it's a little tension in that line. Every, most of the people I talk to, and I ask, I like, I don't ask, but like it comes to the conversation. Right. Are your parents together? Nah. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the study kind of threw me off at first. That's why I'm like, I don't know. I see yeah. when you put background research behind it, it makes sense. But I'm like, yeah. when I talk to somebody whose parents are 50 years old, are your parents still together? Yeah, they are. You talk to somebody that's in our same boat, 35, 40 yeah. years old, they're like, oh, no, they're not together I always thought anymore. it was see, my like parents backwards. Were, my parents I met when they were super young, though, too. So okay, so that makes sense, though. And it's like. I don't know, it's because they were both in the military. I don't, you know, I ain't never really asked them about their little love life or whatever. But it's like, you know, there's certain things they still need to fix, but it's like you getting a little old to be trying, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah I can I can see what y'all mean by that. I can see it now, too, because I was going to bring up my par- my grandparents, but they got married, like, really young. Like, that's what I'm saying. High right. school. Like, they got married right out of high school. Yeah. And that's what the, that's sort of what the study was saying. It was like, the younger you get married, yeah. the more likely you are to stay together compared right. to... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The build-up. I feel like sometimes you just can't even put, like, test results behind something yeah, like this. Definitely though, because like, when it, it comes to If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah, when it comes to emotional relationships or emotional attachments and stuff like that, you kind of can't even put test results really behind it because every person, every relationship is completely different, though. But Like, I heard people saying, oh, uh, it's better for the kids if the parents stay together. Like, no. Yeah, that's yeah, not, that's not always like, yeah. Believe me, when my parents were together, it wasn't good. Like yeah, but now they're like separate. They they talk to each other. It's always about me and my brother. Yeah, like, how are they? They communicate. They don't. Like, you know. I mean, for me, I wouldn't even be where I'm at right now if my parents were still yeah. together. If I'm being completely honest, I would be on a not you know say not a worse path, but my parents not being together made me way more independent and like being yeah. able to go out and get my own things done and stuff like that since they weren't together though. So. Especially, I feel like you build character, especially being like, um, like a son. Yeah, like definitely you, a son. If you're with your mom, you like you feel like you gotta step up. Exactly. So like, I feel like sometimes it's better for the parents to get a divorce. And that's what I think. Like the study, like saying tell that I thought was lacking, because they also interviewed. I'm not gonna say a lot, but it was like millions of people. So I guess that's a lot to me, but in the U.S. that's not. But they interview people, and I felt like they left out the extra factors, yeah. like the outside factors, just like little things like that. But sort of like what Jad, back, piggybacking off of what he said when he was like, um, dang, I already forgot what you just said, bro. 
But anyway, oh, where he was like the son builds character with his mom and all that. Cause like like I told y'all before, like yeah, my parents are still together, and they've both been in the military, so they were in the military both like most of my life. Like I'm, we've had this talk before, yeah. but um, most of the time I was always around my mom. So growing up, if I did see somebody, it was usually my mom. It was never really my dad. So at times I would feel that way until he popped up at a random at times, cause he was always at war, always at this. So it was like I always felt like I had to be the person in the household. Like we've had this talk, but we're not gonna get there. But yeah, I'm not gonna relate it to y'all because y'all is like two different things from mine. But yeah, it's but still, I understand it's still what on the same line. Though. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's go next topic because this could, this is let's another thirty minute one. topic right here, and we already done that in was so. Yeah. God. <laughs> we went off topic with that one too. <laughs> it, it's always gonna happen. Let's be really honest. Is. It really is. But. Anyway, that also. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna be mad when I have to hear that, bro. Yeah, because we're gonna rewatch this. We in eighth grade. Nah, I think he so. got to edit too. So yeah, well, I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch that back. And what? What was I saying? Next but, one, bro. You can do the whole vibe off, yeah. But anyway, we're going back to like the younger versus the older parents or whatever, and we we're saying like younger parents and everything. We're going to get to the negatives, or not the negatives of the younger parents, but how people usually, whoa. I completely effed that part up, bro. From there to there. Yeah, I I don't know what you did, bro. But, yeah, cut cut that part out. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, anyway, this sort of leads to people our age. This really goes all the way back to, how we started early in the conversation with peer pressure and everything like that. I thought somebody would like Jab brought it up the drug and alcohol use. So we're sort of going all the way back to that topic. And this was the drug and alcohol use of college. And another study that I was reading, it was drug and alcohol. Damn, you really pull every single study for every single topic. I said I was prepared this time. <laughs> he said I'm bringing proof. I ain't just gonna. The boy said y'all want to tell me I'm lying. <laughs> I promise you, bro. Everything I'm saying is and facts right here, bro. And the next three podcasts are going to be like that, too. Oh, my and bad. Yes, what's your my resource? Bad. I actually got one. Might not, you know what I'm saying? I might not give the best explanation of what they said in the study, but I'm going to break down the pod. I mean, not the positives. Cause hey, he'll give you, positive. he even I'm give you the main website. details. Yeah, I'll give you the, the website. You feel me? Go, go read it yourself. Go read it yourself. But, uh, yeah. I should honestly put that in the link. I ain't even think of that. Put the actual. If we get to that, I'll do that. But this is the we're gonna uh, change it back to the peer pressure, like I said. How Jab mentioned it earlier, his friends back in PR would sort of do. I think you said smoking, right? Yeah. Or smoking, he would feel like that's not his forte, so he wouldn't go. But that sort of leads into the peer pressure and the college use of alcohol and drugs and everything. So, like I said, a study that I was reading about the obviously I didn't do a study on what we what people use drug and alcohol for in college. So I basically did this in the studies after this. But what I came to the conclusion was people use drugs for either anxiety, stress, social pressures, like Jab was saying, poor academic performance and trying to, like, get that high or get lit or drunk or whatever you want to call it to forget about what happened in class, uh, self-actualization or freedom at home. And I felt like those two correlated because it's like you can't really know who you are until you get away from your parents. So if you all would like to continue before we get to the study 
I mean, where do you want to, you want to go with the you don't know who you are part, or? It can just be anything. Because, I mean, if we go with the you don't know who you really are, I mean, everybody has said it before, is that once you get to college is where you really find out who you are as a person, what things you actually like, because when you live with your parents, and that I'll go on the topic of what things you really like, but when you live with your parents, it's more of them trying to not push you, but persuade you to do certain things that you may not even really want to do, but you still keep going because it's what your parents want you to do and stuff. When you get to college, it's free roam. If you don't want to do something, you can literally just sit back and be like, you know what, I don't even want to do it, though. So college is definitely 100% where you really find out who you are, what type of things you like, type of people you want to be around and surround yourself with. And I agree with that part right there. Yeah, you learn, like, self-control and things like that, too. Exactly. Nothing. I don't got nothing to add on this. I'll be honest here. <laughs> he looked at me. I said, "You know what? I'm gonna keep it going, bro, because he's not with me." Cause I just, I just read the study. Cause yeah, that was that was kind of hard to go from. But according to Timely.md, found that 37 percent of alcohol abusers and 53 percent of drug abusers of the students in the study have one or more mental illness, either rather that be depression or anxiety. And I felt like. We can really relate to that because in college, I'm not going to lie, that's either where your mental either goes to, like, your ego's up here and your mental's up here or you're down here. And I'll say for, like, being a science major, it's more of the second it's pushing option. It. It's pushing it down here, you feel me? If we weren't doing things outside of class, might be rock bottom for real. So... Jeff, you got something to say on that? Because you're a science major, nah, too. Even though we're, we're doing something outside, we're pushing it down there. <laughs> yeah, we be pushing right? Yeah. We be but scraping it every day. It really would. But for real, I don't think that drugs are, like, something you can use to escape. Because at the end of the day, it's still there. your problems are still there. So I, it's, I, a, it's a short-term getaway. Yeah. Like, yeah. in the moment yeah. type thing. What is it? Temporary pre- pleasure? That's what it's called? Yeah, pleasure. yeah. It's pretty much like that. I mean... Oh, go ahead, Jeff. No, I'm, I'm good. You can go ahead. <laughs> I was trying to get my thoughts ready, so go ahead and take it away. I'll be honest. I don't have nothing. <laughs> I was going to wait until you talked. <laughs> I got it. But I want to say, like, I, I, I can say I know a few people just use it just for fun. So it's like, it's cool at that sense, too. But for the people who are using it because they're, like, going through something, it also said in that same study I read, I didn't put this in the notes. You know what I'm saying? It was I was in my bag when I was reading this stuff. I was I was intrigued, you know. But I'll be honest, that's what happens when you you don't got a lot of classes. You read <laughs> hella articles. Way too much free time, bro. Way too much. Cause I ain't gonna lie, you should only really have like one article for that's one for this whole saying. podcast. It's only five total. Five is pushing it. Five, I four was, was okay, pushing it for me. To be fair, one of I thought it was five for each. One of them was uh. One of them was literally like three paragraphs long. Okay. I'm starting to think <laughs> he like read more about long. these articles than he has in any of his classes the whole semester. <laughs> For real. I had tests, so we don't have any reading to do. So I had to read something. You got you to gotta read to study. Y'all know I read the news. Nah, so it's like. The past week, he's read more than what he did for Word 111. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> My point exactly. Never read a day and, in that class. Yeah, ever. and we had to apparently read an article every week. <laughs> Wait, is that, isn't that the class we had together? Yes. Me and yes. Jay will always go to class. You do a reading? Nah, but I took some notes. <laughs> <laughs> but me taking notes was taking notes off of online from Spark Notes half the time for me. Sure. So. It wasn't even that. For me, it was it was looking in a book, skimming what he said, and writing exactly what the book said. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, it got to a point that he was 
wanted to talk about the article, I would put it up right then and there. <laughs> Get to yes, a paragraph, it. be like, yeah, I'm talking about this paragraph the right here. where he forced you to read it and things yes. like that. That's so what I'm like. For us, it wasn't an article. It was an actual book. That book was always with me every time I went to class because I promise you I ain't read nothing before be class, like, bro. Oh, Jad, what, what you thought about the article? Overrated, in my opinion. <laughs> They'd be like, hey, so what, what part you like to bet? Give me a second. Go ahead, read it real quick. Oh, so this, this is what I thought about the whole thing. All right, we went off topic. Go you back. see, this is the good peer pressure. Peer pressure me to read more for the next time. <laughs> but what you mean, next topic? That's the topic. <laughs> Or next article, whatever you didn't even oh, you finish your article. That's what you I meant to say. Oh, you want me to read the next one? Too? You were going to. You. That's oh, what I'm saying. You were in the middle of it till Jab cut you. Didn't I read the percentage already? I think I already read that. No. No. I don't know. All I heard I'll was read it again. I read According from the article. According to Timely.md, I'm pretty sure I read this. Found that 37% of alcohol users. Oh, be quiet. Yeah, you read that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what yeah. were you talking about? You was about yeah, to read because Jab had cut you off. Oh, yeah, it was one more. That's so that's saying. why I just told yeah. you to read. No, but I was making sure I read that one already. My bad. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> anyway, according to <laughs> USA Today, half of the nation's 5.4 million college students admit to binge drinking or at least some drug, minimal, once a month. Once a month is crazy. I mean, if you. Once a month really isn't that I crazy. Mean, Let's yeah, be yeah, honest. It's really not. Once on a, a campus like this, once a month is actually good. Once I a know. month is rare. <laughs> I can't even I, be mad at this. Once a month actually I makes. I know people that run it every weekend. <laughs> I want to know what they mean every binge weekend. drinkers, though. Like, the, in a study, it didn't say if they meant binge drinkers in, like, every day or just, like, certain days and then going crazy. Because it's like, certain days and going crazy, cool. But every day is kind of like, you know what I'm saying? That's pushing it. Yeah. Every so. day is well. But there's definitely some people out there that do it, yeah. though. But I think that's where we get to the point of short-term, like, you know what I'm saying? It's a short-term fix for everything. So when they're in the moment, they want to do it every single day because it's a little short-term where they're away from all their stressfulness and stuff like that. They're like, you know what? Let me go drink so I can get rid of my problems. They do it one day. They get to the next day. They're like, oh, I'm still going through the same thing. Let me go drink again next day. And it's just a reoccurring process after that, though. So if that's what they mean by binge drinking, yeah, it's a lot. But, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that think that that's what's going to get them through their problems, though. So, But we're going to sort of switch it up because I realized that topic was a little, you know, that's a little, that's a little hard to go off of. But we're still going to be on that area. So, like, sort of like this, we've had this topic, too, the experience and alcohol and everything like that, right? Oh, I thought you said something. No. My bad, my bad. But, yeah. You made me lose my train of thought. But anyway. <laughs> I'm Bro. trying to see what topic we've already had. Because yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm you had it with bad. DJ, it was, not me. It was, well, it was experience versus, like, joys and everything. Like, the temporary pleasures and everything like that. I don't remember that. No? We I haven't? I don't remember that. Either. Bro, I might be making stuff up in my head uh, at this point. Because, sure bro, what the heck? See, if you don't look up an article, you're making shit up. <laughs> I was gonna say this would happen when you do too much research. I'm not. Hey. I'm, I don't know where it's at at this point. You know, he's doubting himself if he don't got an article backing it up. No BSO. That's exactly why when I like did the articles and stuff, I put the name. So when people try to come at me, I'm like, nah, don't get mad at me. Get mad at them. Go read it yourself. Links will be in the description for each of them. Now nah, they'll be like, nah, you read it wrong, bro. Imagine the young adult one and the older adult one is probably the only one I think I could have read wrong for real. Everything else is pretty, like, self-explanatory. 
So yeah. Going back to where are you taking us, (laughs) bro? It's like the uh, the I had a question, but I deleted it. I don't know. Then why are you going to this topic then? You deleted the whole question. Because it led to the next topic. We don't even have a smooth transition anymore, so if you don't just pick a topic and run with it. All right, Jack, give an idea, and we're going to run with anything. Anything that's off the back, of your, off the top of your head. You have a list there. Yeah, you have a list. I want to save this for the next Go to one. the bottom. Then. I was I like, there's one topic that Jack really wants to take. And right. now that he's actually talking, nah, we might as well. He don't even need no, to no. see the list. He, he already know. Oh, you already know. Yeah, he already no, knows right. it. We let's had a conversation about it earlier. About the nine to five uh, versus the uh, entrepreneurship. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm like Jab is already prepared yeah. for this. This is the one time yeah. y'all gonna actually hear from Jab. So, all right, Jab, take it away. You wanted it, you no, started. I, I want to see, like, I want to hear your opinion first to see, like, how I'm gonna. Like, what type of opinion, like? Huh? Like, what's like, the what difference? Is yeah, what you think? Oh, about you got no research it? for this one. You see this blank right here? I was gonna <laughs> uh, save those for I'm next pretty, week. Yeah, he wasn't uh, planning to get to okay. that one. What? I ain't gonna read them, but you see those? Yeah. You see how we did four, Tom? Uh, 52. Yeah, you see how we did four and hit 52? I was trying to do the same thing with those because I was like, if I add some research or something we can add on, chilling. But anyway. Let's keep this one short, there. Yeah, let's keep it short. They all are like an hour. That... Hmm? Wait, what do you mean keep it short? Like the topic. topic. Yeah. Oh, it don't matter. Oh, uh, as long as we don't hit an hour 30, we're chilling. Cause okay. Yeah. I can't do an hour 30. But <laughs> This could be our last topic, okay? Yeah, but nine to five and entrepreneurship. Um, I would say for me right now, where where you want me to go with this? Actually, no, 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 like, no, no. We have somewhere we can start it. Talk about the um the TikTok. The question. Yeah. You want me to ask him the question? Yeah, we'll start. Okay. We'll start with that. But actually, put numbers behind it though. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Let's say you got two options: mm-hmm. being your own business, making a hundred k, or working a nine to five. Making a hundred K. I'll keep it even. Which one would you choose? I wouldn't even have kept it even. I would have put a little bit more. But I, I get Yeah, because yeah, you got to think a little bit more when it's even, low key. Because, like, nine to five come with benefits, too, though. But also, being your own boss, making it. I think I would choose being my own boss because that's sort of where I'm trying to lead my life yeah, now. This, that's where you and me are different. For real? Because if you think about it, There's when you're your own it. boss, you There's run more to it. You run the whole risk. Yeah, it's not a nine to five. It's a twenty four seven. And let's job. remember yeah. when you say boss. That's what I'm saying. That's no, why I was on. like, it's kind of hard yeah. to pick yeah. when they're at the same level because it's like, like when you, you say when we say boss, we mean company type boss. Like, oh, like, like company. Yeah, like you gotta do your. Let's oh, okay. let's keep it to yeah, your clarify, own business wait, actually, too. Actually, backtrack. Go like what you like. Explain boss versus worker, sort of. Like, nine to five, just working, like, going to the job, going back home. Damn. Yeah. Like, worker, nine to five, going, going back home. Yeah, you go to, you go, go get to the office. Work. Okay. You get to your day. job. Mm-hmm. You get out of your job. You don't worry about work until you go back in at nine. Okay. And then boss will be like, sort of what you You have said. your own business or your own business or you're a CEO, like, mm. you own your own thing. So you you started, that, yeah, you started That's a little bit harder. But I'm saying is like, I don't know. I would say me right now, cause I really don't want to work under anybody. Like, I mean, yeah, I see your point of view, but, but it's, it's like pros and cons. Yeah, to like it. if you think about it, nine to five, 
you get to work, you get out of work. You don't have to think about it until you get back, like, the next day. Yeah. You're, you're not running any risk. You're not spending any of your money. You just, you know what I'm saying? See, but also, I get what you're saying, but, like, that's what I'm saying. You, we got to break this real quick. Let's throw pros and pros and then cons and cons. Okay. You feel me? All right. Let's I'll go, throw, go nine to five pros first. Yeah, I'll do one. You do one. You one. All right, bet. Pro nine to five. You're guaranteed a paycheck. Factual. Okay. Uh, benefits. That benefits. is 401k, dental, and yeah, so everything. Yeah, we yeah. got yeah. another nine to five. Only Monday through Friday work week. You got strict hours, strict work days. We're still going right, like until we stop them. Another pro. I would say, knowing what time you have to be at work, things like that. Like you can plan out your day, sort of. You don't have to worry about work after you get out. And then, actually, here's another pro. Um, it's kind of talking about working all after, but some jobs offer overtime to where you can still make more money on top of your regular paycheck also. Mm-hmm. Uh, here he said 401. That was the one I was thinking, too. Uh, that's like, what, six yeah, pros right there? Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think that's solid. Yeah, that's six yeah, pros is solid. Now yeah. let's go to uh, business. Like your Their own boss. Business. Yeah. Basically, do what you want. <laughs> like I said already, freedom. Like, yeah, freedom. That, that literally just tied into what he just said. <laughs> uh, I said that literally just tied. I, we can't even count it as it two was just separate. The definition of what I said. <laughs> no, all. I was just like uh, repeating what he said. Uh, well, go ahead, give your own then. <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, I don't know because I lean more for the nine to five. So it would be like I'm kind no, of being biased. Lies to the nine to five. So yeah, I don't but we're trying to be fair right now. We got to come up with six for these. I don't quick. have nothing for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, for me, for you could have said more money. <laughs> oh wait, no, yeah, yeah, hundred k. Yeah, yeah, we're keeping. We're still talking about hundred k. Yeah. Um, another thing of being a CEO is that you get to build your like build your company the way that you want it. You don't have to follow somebody it. else's like or we'll, we'll say legacy, but you don't have to follow somebody else's plan. And you get to build it the way that you want it to. Being your own boss can lead to more opportunities. I don't know where that came from, but it came off the dome. <laughs> I don't know. All right, all right, my bad. Yeah, Cam, go ahead. I was like, Jeff, <laughs> don't rock with being the CEO at all. That it's boy said, like, I don't want anything to my own. But it's just like, like sort of like, what up? It's also, hold on, my fault, because I just thought about it. It's building your own legacy, though, and you get to pass that yeah, on to your children, was, though. That's exactly what I was going to get So, at. yeah, I was going to say, yeah, if you have your own company, you can pass it on through generations, be able to. Gain more money towards the um, company also. If they and know how to manage it, though. Yeah, and it's like, you know how we're saying, true. like, I think I, we were talking about this yesterday in cafeteria, actually, where it's like, dang, this car been out this long ago and all that. Yeah. Like, it leads on, and you might not see the full Extend effect of, of it, but later in life, you'd be like, that's something your kids remember, you yeah, feel me? Yeah. Like, you leave that little thing for your kids, and they're like, oh, that was great-great-grandpa's or something like that, you feel me? So, all right. All right, now we're going to the cons. Cons of the nine to five. You want to start it off? Dealing with people. I mean, or no, no, no. Take that back. Working with somebody you dislike. I'll say that. I'll say that. Okay. I say you gotta answer to someone higher than you. Yeah. Um. For me, and I, this, I'm still in the middle of CEO and or being your own boss and nine to five. But nah, let's pick a side here. I'm, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm not here. picking the side. Look, one's on, yeah, one's on I being just, your own boss, yeah. one's on nine to five. Let me be in the middle. I'm the middle talk, man right I now. I talked to Cam Because technically this, I'm yeah. in the middle with the same price thing, but 
I'm taking sides for this one. We're I'm still see. Right I'm the middleman. But okay. my thing okay. is is being stuck in the rat race. Is that you're fighting with, and if you don't know what the rat race is, is you're in the you're in the race with all your other coworkers. You all are fighting for the same positions, fighting for that little ten cent, thirty cent, fifty cent raise and stuff like that. So, you, one kind of being a nine to five is being stuck in the rat race your whole life and still fighting for those little promotions and stuff. So what you saying off rat race lack of creativity. That boy said, I have no cons for this. He's so biased. I'm going to throw the same thing for boss. I mean, you got to have one. You at least got to have two. One I'm more. Sure one more. Go ahead, Cam. Let me think. That's, nah, that's let me insane. think. Let me think. Um, working under someone, yeah, you might have, you have your own strict hours, but sometimes your boss can put more work on you that you can really, like, handle and stuff like that. Ooh, like, he can have, like, your coworker be, like, cool, lovey-dovey with him, be like, Nah, yeah, you could like, just you know, go off and, yeah, and then yeah. come back to you and be like, you know what, I need you to get this, this, and this done. But also another thing to stay on that same topic is specific time and dates that you have to have your stuff done in order, like, you know what I'm saying, to put to your boss. Like, they give you two days to work on this project, and you have to, you might have to do overtime to work on it and stuff like that. Oh, am I working in the office? I was going to say, like. Are we working in the office if I'm working on the five? I mean, either way, you yeah. still you still work under someone. Under a boss. No, oh, I thought what you were saying off of that. Making a hundred k, you're working. Office. I don't know, like probably working in an office. I mean, it's other jobs, but I mean, yeah. if we're talking about specific office, I'm definitely choosing boss. <laughs> I hate office, bro. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, when you think of nine to five, what's the first thing you think of? An office. The job, my career path, I want to do now. Okay, well. More, more, most people think of an office. Yeah. Most people think of a little small Even cubicle. Even though you're your own CEO, you're still in an office. That's very true. It's just bigger than everybody else's, but it's still an yeah. office. It's just surrounded by glass. It's nah, nah, a- nah. I get that, but I'm saying, I, anyway, continue. All right. I was going to say, uh, for yeah, one of the cons, one. you said, uh, like, overtime. Because sometimes mm-hmm. some jobs require you to do uh Overtime mandatory, like that mandatory overtime. That is true. That, that would say that's a. Okay. All right, now cons of being the boss. Having to make sure everybody does their job. Running all the risk. <laughs> he was quick with that one. He's, he's been ready for it. I told you he was already ready for this one. I told you that's he was when it comes to the cons, he's gonna give it to you. Right. He been, he saw that pitch. He was like, yeah, that one. Right. Yeah, he said, trust me, I'm well aware for it. Going. I already um, know what he gonna pick. Uh, because we talk, the, we talk about this. Nah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to running all the risk, hey, that company goes down, you go down to like, and you probably won't land on your feet that easily. Damn, he took the one I was gonna say. <laughs> I just thought about that. I was gonna say dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Also, having to fire people. Yeah, that, yeah, I that feel was, like that'd be not. Some people, some people don't. Some people don't situation. have. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Some yeah. people don't get satisfaction of telling people they don't have especially a job anymore. Okay, like, I don't get satisfied. Be especially like, if I, you I like, I would. if you make a bond between you and the workers, that's what I'm saying. That would be like hard. That'd yeah. be hard. Yeah. But if it's like somebody just hard, get the step in. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah. so that's mine. Um, Jeff, go. No, I'm thinking one. Okay, just because you're your own boss. Boss doesn't mean you're not working nine to five. Sometimes you're working more. Yeah, it's a constant job that you always have to be like there for. Another thing about being a boss is, bro, you got people calling off for work at six a.m. Yes. that you got to wake up for and be like, if yeah. If you don't answer, your business is going down. Yeah, and if you don't answer, you don't know that they're not coming to work. But then people still not gonna show up for work if they it's don't a, want to. It's though. a hustle. Oh, you just gave me one. And 
if we are we talking like your own boss like big corporate or are we talking your own boss like your own business i was trying to think of it like together because like okay. small business is way harder yeah that's what i'm saying yeah but at some point but if you're big, making 100k i think you're bigger than a small business technically i mean yeah definitely if you still have other people to pay and you're still making because, 100k yeah just because you're now a big company doesn't mean you like started at one point you know what i'm saying yeah. it wasn't a small business at one point but, but another con i think because it's, it's kind of what you just said but consistency like you have to consistently be on some type of thing like say for like just because you made it doesn't mean you can now relax yeah yeah you hit it on the nail but yeah yeah, work still ain't done, bro. You still there's at the end of the day, there's still more money to be made. You, more. you leave the office, that phone's still ringing. Yeah. Ooh, more stress. Oh my goodness, why are you making me go against my own? Is <laughs> <laughs> what See, I'm that's saying, what, bro. There's there's pros and cons. It's really what type of life you want to live. Like, to I'm not saying sometimes it's not even that. It's just like what can you deal with in that moment too, though. That is true. Because I know and, a lot of people can be a boss easily, but they just choose yeah. not to. And what I'm saying is. Don't pursue your own like dream. If you want to start your own company, start it. Yeah. But you also don't don't because with social media right now, everyone makes it seem like it's easy. You just open your yeah. laptop, type a couple words, <laughs> you you start your own business. We I talked about saying, this earlier yeah, when we was preparing for it, bro. Like Jab, you already you already know where I'm going with it. I know. How many godforsaken videos have you seen of how I made fifty k at seventeen or how I made hundred k? Oh, it's on point at seventeen. At 17 every 17. single one before they hit seven, at seventeen, Bro. they hit thousands and thousands, six figures basically. And the worst part is most of them don't even be there. They get there because of the people falling for it. They be yeah. like, I'll make forty k a month at seventeen, and then you go to a link. They got a course. Of course, they're charging a hundred dollars a a month to like learn from them. That's what I'm like. Hey, you all, you young entrepreneurs, we're not attacking you. But hey, all y'all follow the same. Let's be realistic yeah. here. All y'all follow apparently follow the same path here. And, and at first, I was with being your own boss, but then I saw this TikTok of uh, it was this woman, and he asked them this same question I asked you, and she picked the nine to five, and then she explained it's less stress. She said just because you see the five percent in social media that made it, yeah. you still gotta consider the other ninety five percent that didn't make it. Literally. Because you got to be consistent. You got to be disciplined. Just because they made it doesn't mean you're going to make it. And it's a 24-7 job. So, like, she made me. And I was like, thank you for being real nah, compared definitely. to other people. Definitely. Because yeah. sort of what he said with, like, all these people, everybody does the same thing. And it's like, if everybody's doing the same thing, everybody's not making it. My yeah. thing about when it comes to CEOs is, and like you said, thank you for being real. When you go up to these CEOs and you ask them, so how'd you make it here, this, that, and the other, you get the same answer from them every single time. Just work hard and follow your dreams. That's all you get from them. Bro, this race is not as easy as they make it sound every single time, bro. Everybody can't follow the same path. Some people didn't even have to hit rock bottom for them to get to the point that they're at right now. Some people had to be, to yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some people was handed to them. Some people, they was flat broke for a few years before they even built up their whole that's legacy, why, bro. Some that's people, why, my bad. My, you can go ahead. That's why, like, you know how, like, I used to tell you to, like, watch the motivational videos and all that? And it was like, I wouldn't watch them because I was like, oh, I need motivation. I'm not motivated. But it was more like, I want to hear what they went through so I can know if they did it. That sort of pushes. Okay, it kind of is motivating, but it's like, they pushed me to do it. Like, Steve Harvey, for instance, I love listening to him yeah, and his know, story because he, he, like, he was actually homeless, broke. Yeah. 
Like, he actually couldn't, had nothing going for him. But then he did his little dream at the comedy club, won him $50, and then bam. He is where he like is, he but it was years of work. For, yeah. for what he has. And know? to add on to that, I watch motivational videos and stuff like that. It's, be, it's because, yeah, it's helping me, but it's also helping me be able to put that in other people that's around me yeah. also to see, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, everybody, everybody can, if you really put your mind to it, and you know what I'm saying, yeah, you might fall on hard times, but if you don't give up, you can actually still achieve it at the end of the day, though, so. Another thing, just because they're up there doesn't mean they're not full of debt. That, like, yeah. some people look like they got money, but they're oh, yeah, millions of dollars in debt. They'll drive Lambos and everything, yeah. but you look at that debt that they got, yeah. that debt collector still calls them talking about some, <laughs> like, we still need a few no. thousand from you, cuz. Like he said, though, uh, I was always, like, I, I was always around, like, older people and stuff like that, so, you know, the wisdom's there. But, uh, one person, oh, damn. I was about to start uh, crying, bro. Uh, yeah. RIP to, you know, my ba- my old babysitter back in the day when my parents were overseas and stuff like that. Love for both of y'all. Both They both died a year apart. But, yeah, RIP to them. But they told me, I'm not going to throw your name. They told me one time, they were like, don't wish, don't ever wish you were in somebody's position because you don't know what they're doing to stay there or what they did to get there. And it's like, it's crazy. To add on to that, I mean, something like that for me is that, and I've always told, like, I'll tell my siblings or I tell some friends and stuff like that because they always be like, I wish I was such and such because they have this, this, and this. And I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, you wish that you had what they have, but you don't wish that you were actually them because they they lifestyle could be something that you just don't want to go through at all at the end of the day. Like, you never know what somebody went through. Yeah. I saw a TikTok video. It was from uh, Vic the Barber. Yeah, Vic like, Glass. Sometimes I be thinking I want to get to C, but you gotta go through the whole alphabet to get there. Was it the the old black yes. dude that he was talking to? Oh he was like, you that, gotta get that, that, yes, that, that was because, a good one. Like some people want to like think about the future where they want to get, but they don't think what they gotta they gotta to get do there. to get yeah. there. So they gotta go through the whole alphabet to get to Z. So like that actually hit different because sometimes you lay there and you like, wow, why am I not where this person is? Right. But you gotta think at your age, he was like at a certain point. Just because he's there doesn't mean you know what he went through. Yeah, because so like, yeah, if we keep the whole alphabet thing going, like you said, some people are like, oh, and why am I not where they're at? They didn't already hit X, Y, and Z. We're still stuck at A, B, and C because we're just now at the, That's what I'm saying. We're, we're like, still at the beginning of everything. You'd be 18, and they'd be like 53. Drama yeah, and it's like, like, wow, why can I be doing that? Yeah, you you you, yeah. Are, you don't have years under yeah. your belt like they do. You yeah. still got, like you said, 50-something. You still got 30-something years ahead of you to where yeah. you finally get to where they at, though. So, shout-out to Vic Glenn's, bro. His videos his videos hit, hit yeah, right, bro. I ain't going to lie. Really be doing And he's one of those who did something different and look at him. That's factual. I, re- I respect his videos with a passion, cuz. So, I think that was a good one to end off on. Also, yeah, I like the little Everybody pay attention. Jab, we need you to speak more in here, bro. Like, you, you, you provide some good wisdom sometimes, bro. Add a little to the conversation. Just a, li- just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So, even though they can't see you, yeah, round of applause. Appreciate I would tell you hit the button. Cameraman, he's recorded all my videos except for one. W Cameraman, shout him out. Yeah. So. I lied, too. Hit, hit the button. You, you know what's one of the applause button? I, really no, don't. No, I don't think it's a clap one. Oh, you can, t- you can do it. Yeah, I don't know which one, though. I, don't, just, I just don't want to throw. <laughs> God, that was loud. All right, never mind. You blew no, turn it! Turn it down, turn it down, turn it down. Where is it at? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
No, no. anyway. Yeah. All right, so there is no round of applause, yeah. but round of applause to you, Jap. Appreciate for it, appreciate good it. Good job, good job. And yeah, so I think we had, you got a, you got a little outro playing now? Or yeah, we need to. Kind of because point? I see the battery logo. It might not even be the battery. It might be the SD card, too. <laughs> I forgot to delete the last podcast over there. Oh I put it on my God. computer. So, yeah, I got to get gotta get on my work. Yeah, let's got to upload. But, uh, you know, they thought I had an outro. I really don't. But we're going to end it like that. Any last shout-out, Mr. Mr. Spell It Out? Hit that. Mr. Mr. Spell It Out. Don't forget the. Don't forget it. It's L-U-H-K-I-D-K-A-M. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. But I'll go it's, ahead. It's going to pop they up. For, can they see this on the camera? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I, I got you, but, you know, I'll spell it out for if you. If he write it right here, I'm not popping it up. <laughs> Move the mic. Yeah. It's look at it, Cam. L U H K I D K M. Don't forget it. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> RP smoke. But R. Yeah. He put it up there, you know, it's still gonna pop up right above his head somewhere. And then follow my links in the description, y'all already know. And to everybody who's at my Twitch little Valentine's Day special, you feel me? I appreciate y'all and everything. You know, thirty y'all popped out. I ain't expect that, but it was it was major. But yeah. We're going to end it here, and that's the end of today's podcast. And if you're listening on Spotify, I appreciate you for listening to it all the way through. This is the Big Dream Podcast by Tadashi Dennis featuring your boy Cam.